you know so i mean i guess that's why i you know with the music route went a little bit more uh, aggressive at times with it in the beginning because of uh i felt like um there was backlash mm-hmm. because of that you know so i guess it was more of uh okay well then i guess i'm gonna show you now type of thing you know don't hear no booms though all i hear is pit pat pit the connect then lay down the boom bap just abuse you that's what we call a hit track go to the smokehouse ask for a big sack of gorilla glue my chest on the track don't wish death on no one ain't no coming back count your blessings I'm Maya Chupkov, and I'm a woman who stutters. Welcome to Proud Stutter, a show about stuttering and embracing verbal diversity in an effort to change how we talk about it, one conversation at a time. Hello, and welcome back to Proud Stutter. And Happy New Year. Proud Stutter has exciting things planned for 2024, We will be continuing our regular cadence of Proud Stutter episodes, releasing new episodes every other Friday. We also wanted to take this time to announce that our first event of the year is happening in Pasadena, California on Monday, February 12th at 6 p.m. at Octavia's Bookshelf. There will be a special guest speakers and a reading from Proud Stutter's brand new comic book. There will also be an after party down the street, so if you can't make the event, meet us at the after party. RSVP by emailing me at info at proudstutter.org. RSVP as soon as you can because this event will sell out. All right, that's it for now. We will have more updates on what to expect in 2024 soon. Okay, now on to the show. So the track you heard um, at the beginning of the episode is music from today's very special guest. I am so excited to introduce to, 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 to you David, David Mayen. He's a recording artist, a person who stutters, and he's professionally known as MC Devil. Welcome to the show, David. Hi, Maya. Uh, thank you very much. I'm very excited to be here, and thank you for having me as well. I love your accent, by the, the way. I, I don't think we've had a New J- Jersey accent on here yet. Well, it was the so first time for everything, and thank you. Uh, <laughs> you don't really hear that too much, you know, especially with a Jersey accent. So. Yeah, well, I like it. So, okay, cool. So, D- D- David, I know you are a recording artist, and I'm wondering how, if at all, your stutter kind of has any connection to you wanting to do music for a living. I think that it did, um, you know, come to think about it. In the past, uh, my stutter was worse, you know, and I speak Spanish as well. Um, so it, that might have something to do with it. But uh, so always speaking out or speaking publicly, you know, was always an issue when I was younger. So perhaps that did kind of push me into the direction of music, you know, because in that way, in my mind, at least everybody was going to get a chance to hear me, whether they liked it or not. So perhaps, yes. And can you talk more about what it was like growing up? I mean, uh, it was a lot harder when I was younger, you know, um, it's hard to go and interact with other people was not hard but one makes it hard 
you know, because then you think, oh, what if I start stuttering or what if I start this or what if I start that? So that was always like a uh, kind of like a roadblock. But uh, I always felt like I was alone, um, that I was the only one that was going through it because uh, you don't tend to meet other people that have that as well, you know, because um, it's not I mean, it's a common thing, but it's not as common as other things. So you might not find many people you know, near you that suffer that same thing, you know, or that go through that. I would always feel ridicule uh, when it came out, whenever I was speaking in front of class, for example, uh, in front of people, you know, because then you get nervous. And then that on top of the fact that you suffer from an impediment, you know, makes everything 10 times worse. So I guess, yeah, that the key word for that would be feeling kind of alone. Yeah. And do you think why because i'm the same way i didn't really meet anyone who stuttered growing up and i also felt alone mm-hmm. is there a memory about your stutter that comes to mind when you were little or growing up um yeah and anything that is is coming up for for you when when you look back on on your stutter and how it impacted your childhood. Well, I remember being, I don't know if it was middle school at some point, but as when I was younger, it was worse, right? So I think I got up in front of class um, to do a presentation on something. And then, you know, with, with the nerves I was feeling and this and that, you know, I ended up stuttering and it wasn't the first time, you know, going through the presentation or having to speak publicly in front of the class or in front of people. So. Uh, you know, kids can be cruel. And I do remember in one instance being called a goat. You know, I mean, you know, now now I might kind of, you know, laugh, like, mm. laugh it off. But in the moment of a person that, you know, isn't confident with themselves 100% because of this, you know, it can affect anybody, you know, any different way. You know, it could have a negative impact on a person, you know. But thankfully you know that wasn't the case but you know now that you're an adult and it seems like you're doing something you're really passionate about it really shows through in your music um do you um like are you open about your stutter with people you encounter as an adult whether it be in the music world or like your family i wasn't more so in the past I wasn't hiding it, you know, but, you know, I just never really, you know, had a need or felt the need to go explaining myself or like, you know, saying a part of my story. But more recently, um, since I do have like a public voice, you know, I felt the need to communicate it. And I think that's the way that you found me um, via Twitter, if I'm not mistaken, because, you know, I rarely post about it. And the one time I did, you caught it, which I'm glad you did, because now we're on this great podcast. But uh, yeah, that's more of a recent thing. Um, I didn't intend to do that before. But now if it comes up, you know, I don't mind talking about it. And what made you want to um, write that and share it? I just felt like I came this far, you know, and I used to think that what I had was a problem or a disease or yada, yada, yada. Well, not a disease, but, you know, something negative that like one has to drag with them, you know, for the rest of their lives. It's not like that, you know. So and I was like, you know what? I accomplished so much. Let me just put this little message out there. And if anybody is going through it too, just to let them know, hey, there's light at the end of the tunnel. So, um, like, does your, 
did, um, I don't know how to phrase this. Um, let me think about it because something that like, cause I'm, you know, thinking about starting a family and I know stuttering mm -hmm. is, can be genetic. And so I'm wondering if that ever popped up in your mind as you were thinking about or starting a, 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 a family. I mean, now I don't think of it as a negative thing. Um, so even if it were a genetic thing, you know, it never stopped me from doing anything. So I don't see um, it being passed over um, or the ability for it to be passed down to one of my kids, I don't see a uh, problem with it because I no longer see it as a problem and it, and it shouldn't be seen as a problem. I love that. Yeah, I feel the same way. I'm like, what better equipped parent to have a, a child who stutters than someone who stutters themselves? Um, like, mm -hmm. like no one, I think, so my grandfather had a stutter, but no one in my family that I didn't, knew of had one. So... Mm -hmm. Probably would have been nice if at least one other person in my family had one. Yeah, to have someone else to speak with about it. Yeah, correct. Yeah. So you you mentioned you're bilingual and you speak Spanish. Um, trilingual. Oh, trilingual. I mean, I didn't. Yeah, I mean, I didn't want to get too much into it before. <laughs> I didn't know how how deep we were going to go into it. And what's your other language? Galician. Oh. From. Galicia and Spain, so that's uh, that's where Portuguese came from. Um, so then it split into its own language. So now it's Galician and Portuguese, you know, but um, it's two separate languages. So I can also speak Portuguese since it's so similar. Wow, that's amazing. Um, I tried to to learn languages later in life, and mm -hmm. it's I feel like I get it really well like as far as the grammar and like writing and stuff but when it comes to yeah. like speaking a language it's so hard f for me and I think a lot of it has to do with my stutter so kudos t to you did you learn those languages early in life yes that's what really helped you know I don't think um if like if I was trying to learn a language now I mean I uh may be able to say the same things you know, because I might be able to get the grammatical part of it and the other parts of it. But then when it comes to speaking, you know, it may be another thing. But that being said, I still think that you should try and speak other other languages anyway, you know. And then if anything happens, you could just act like you have a Tommy gun or something like what I used to do. And then when you start stuttering, you pick up the Tommy gun, da -da 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 -da, you know. <laughs> Oh, man. Well, actually, one language that I'm going to try to learn, it's like my New Year's resolution, is sign language. Oh, that's great. No, then that's a wonderful uh, language to pick up. I actually picked that up recently because of uh, my son. Oh, you know, really? Since in the beginning, yeah, since in, in the beginning, uh, they say to teach baby sign language. My wife <gasps> taught him sign language. So through him, like, like whenever he wanted to... Uh, a glass of milk or something he would uh open his hand and make a fist and then close it open his hand and make a fist and that's asking for milk and like there's a couple of other ones as well but sign language is something that's useful and even taught to babies so hey that's a very good thing to learn actually wow i love that so your wife already knew sign language 
No, she just learned it to teach the baby. I mean, she, I'm not saying she flat out learned it, but you know, she <laughs> learned a couple of phrases to teach the to the baby. Oh my god, I love that. Okay, I'm definitely gonna take that with me um, because I think that's yeah, that's just so cool to like teach a a baby that especially it helps with their like thinking oh yeah skills yeah Yeah. so that's yeah and at the same time the baby can't talk right so so it helps for them to be able to say something in some type of way oh my god that is brilliant yeah so for all you aspiring parents out there (laughs) consider teaching your child sign language because i will definitely be doing that um it helps a lot (laughs) So you live in Queens, New York. Um, yes. So I'm wondering if you can talk about like what it's like living there and just talk about like what you're working on right now in terms of music. I know I've listened to a few of your songs and there seems to be some connection between like where you grew up and where you live and so i'm wondering if you like talk more about that and how um how your music is influenced um well right now yes like you said uh before i'm in queens new york right now i moved in 2019 uh was born and raised in jersey born in newark raised in elizabeth um you know so most of my life i've been in jersey and it's just um, the relationship that I would place on it. I would place more of a relationship on the Jersey side of it. Obviously, Queens gets love because that's where I'm at right now, presently. But New York, um, especially in the hip hop, since I'm a hip hop artist, I feel like New York has always got you know its name out there for the artists that are from here, and they always got the love and respect from everybody. But I always felt at the same time that Jersey was the opposite. Jersey never really got its respect or never really got its uh, flowers for the artists that came from there, even though many big artists came from there. So that's one thing that resonates with me. Um, And I try to make it reflect in my music. So that's why I mentioned it here and there. And I'm glad that you caught that, Um, you know, so it's in a subtle way, put Jersey on the map, if that makes sense. Mm hmm. Yeah, I'm not from the East Coast, but yeah, I I always hear that New Jersey always gets kind of shad like there, there's like a shadow because mm-hmm. in New York City is always in the spotlight. So yes, yeah. So it's nice to kind of see art that's um, lifting up New Jersey and all the special things about it. So yeah. And if and if you don't mind me mentioning, uh, if I mention real quick. Um, in the past, it used to, like you know how I mentioned that uh my stutter was worse in the past, right? And that it was more frequent. Um, in my music, it would reflect as well because since I wasn't you know fully confident with who I was and I was just coming up, um, and I was still establishing my my craft and my skill set, you know, um, when I did have the nerve to try and put one song out there or two songs out there whether i was ready as an artist or not you know i tried but then i do remember a a couple of times since my stutter was evident you know um you know i do remember you know getting you know some bad comments from people but you're always gonna have that 
regardless you know so don't let that be something to scare you or scare anybody from speaking their mind or doing what what they want to do but i saw music as a form of therapy maybe um not you know straight up it's not like i thought oh i'm doing this because of therapy but in my subconscious i think you know because then after a while you know you want to master your craft you want to you know so then no matter what impediment you have i was able to place mine to the side or minimize it in order to do what I had to do without that being in the way of it, you know? Can you talk about your latest mixtape and, um, and you know, if you can t- talk about some of the songs on it and if there's, like, a, a theme ar- around it, I really, it would be awesome if we can get th- the word out and have some of our listeners listen. Well, the theme pretty much, because um, I'm an indie artist, the theme is, because I worked with uh, mainstream artists as well as indie artists kind of down the line. I did a lot of collaborations. Um, so EMC Double the Mixtape is kind of like stating, yeah, I'm indie, but I'm with everybody and, and everybody is with me and I don't have to form a part of a conglomerate per se in order to get myself out there and to be heard. So that's pretty much the message that's behind it. Um, and I have songs on there. I have a song uh, called Y'all Ain't, you know, bleep. I'm going to bleep that out. <laughs> but uh, with Benny the Butcher, which is a big mainstream artist in hip hop, I have another song with Conway the Machine called Nothing. Uh, Lil Joopy is on there. Shout out Lil Joopy. Um, I have a great song on there with a... Uh, an artist from England that he does a lot of electronic music, but he's been doing fusions lately. Uh, Kiffy, K-I-F-F-I-E. Um, you know, there's a little bit of everything on there. There are tracks in Spanish. So I wanted to show people that I can be versatile, that, you know, I can bring stuff in Spanish. I can bring stuff in English. There are different genres. There's Afro beats on there. There's hip hop, there's fusions, you know, there's a little bit of, everything for everyone yeah so definitely definitely check that out i listened to it a ton of times and i i absolutely love it god knows that i know how hard it was growing up and god knows you know as well and i see you doing your thing as well with the podcast and i'm very proud of that you know because i know you searched in the past for uh things like your podcast and i have as well and it just didn't exist and people talking about it didn't exist Mm-hmm. So if we can bring attention to that, and that's why, you know, now with my album coming out, perhaps I chose to bring attention to that, you know, and this time, because to show, hey, I'm doing this, and this didn't stop me. So it's not going to stop you either. Um, so we're both covert stutters. So, you know, we stutter, but we can hide it well, I guess. Um, so I'm wondering, are there any like, things that you've developed over time that helped you hide your stutter, be more fluent. Like for me, I tend to substitute words. Do you have any? Mm -hmm. I actually have a good example for you. I did that. I did that more so in the past. I might still now, if I get stuck on a word here and there, um, because what I do now, actually, I actually, if I feel like I'm going to stutter and I feel it coming, I just stop and I just have a pause. It's funny because it might be like a like a dramatic, you know, like couple seconds pause, you know, and I don't intend it to be that long, 
which is funny because some, sometimes, you know, you start with the eye contact <laughs> and, and then they're looking at you, you're looking at them. It's like, <laughs> I'm going to say something, hold on, you know, but, um, but it's funny what you said about the substituting words in the past. Yes. But it wouldn't be me doing that on purpose. You know, like, let's say I was at 7-Eleven, right? And I'm getting a hot dog. This has happened to me in the past, actually, a couple of times, which is funny now, you know, when I look back. Um, so I was to get like a hot dog, right? So I wanted mustard, ketchup, and like, let's say I wanted to like relish on it, right? So I go and ask for, I'm like, yeah, let me get a hot dog with ketchup, mustard, and chili. And then I'm thinking, ah, oh, I didn't want chili, but I guess I got to eat it now. You know? <laughs> oh my God. I totally, totally know that for sure. Oh my gosh. <laughs> you know, I mean, yeah, it's a funny thing, you know, but when you're going through it, you're like, ah, you know, it might be more of a serious thing. It depends in which context you're saying it. But at the end of the day, you know, you can always go back and fix whatever you said wrong. So it's not a big deal. I think only we make it a big deal, you know? Yeah. And one of the things, so you mentioned that story about, you ordering something that is easier to say and mm -hmm. I've done that too and one of the things that because there's all these like there's a lot of situations that we as stutters find ourselves in and it's hard to explain so what I've been doing is trying to like work with artists to help convey and visualize through art like what it feels like to have a stutter and so that story around like, you know, having something, you want to say one thing, but another thing c comes out. I'm really yeah. starting to like play with that as a theme and seeing how we can like show people that's one of the th things that we do is like we want to say so something, but it doesn't always come out how it's in our head. Yeah. And then you actually want to take the easy way out, you know? Yeah. When it's on when, when it's on purpose, but I do believe it's a subconscious thing, mm -hmm. you know, at times as well. Because there's there's been times that I didn't do it on purpose, you know. Yeah. It's like our brain is training itself, you yeah. know. Yeah. Um Yeah, I, yeah, I do agree. Yeah. Um, well, this was such a great conversation. Thank you so much, D David, for being so candid and sh sharing your st story. I think there's a lot of people out there that are going to really, um, you know, take a lot of what you said. And, um, you know, there are a lot of artists and creative minds in our community. Mm -hmm. And I think this is just another example of how we can use our stutter to be oh, yeah, of course creative and thank you so much for and i agree 100 percent. yeah you know and it's great that we can have a community you know now we can support each other you know the most important you know i think this was the theme of the thing of uh the interview was that you're not alone mm -hmm. you know no one is alone so if anybody you know wants to send me a dm or send me an email you know, if that information is displayed um, later, you know, please feel free. You know, if you need a shoulder to cry on or someone to speak to, I'm here and I know what you're going through. Oh, yeah. And I'll definitely include your um, your social media in our show notes. So I just want to emphasize the fact that you're not alone. If you have a speech impediment, you know, um, you're you're not the only one that's going through it. You might not have a neighbor that's going through it. You might not have 
a person across the street from you or on your block, or you might not interact with many people that have it. But believe you me, you are not alone. And this, you know, is not an impediment. That's what they call it. But you can get over it. Right now, I'm speaking to the best of my ability. Thank God throughout the years, I got a lot better. You know, as I said before, in Spanish and in Galician, you know, it you know, could come out more frequently. But don't let that stop you from doing anything. You know, you are as valuable as you make yourself to be. And like with Tupac, uh, you know, my favorite artist, actually, uh, one thing that Tupac um, would say is that life isn't hard. It's only what you make it to be. You know, so as soon as you have the first part down, you know, be confident with who you are and then the rest follows. That's it for this episode of Proud Stutter. This episode of Proud Stutter was produced and edited by me, Maya Chupkov. Our music was composed by Augusto Denise and our artwork by Mara Ezekiel and Noah Chupkov. If you have an idea or want to be part of a future episode, visit us at www.proudstutter.com. And if you like the show, you can leave us a review wherever you are listening to this podcast. Want to leave us a voicemail? Check out our show notes for the, the number to call in. More importantly, tell your friends to listen too. Until we meet again, thanks for listening. Be proud and be you. Be you.